Welcome to another bonus episode of Very Good Enough. I'm Lane Dealing Sherland. And I am Jessica Hover. And we're here to answer your questions. Um, today's... <laughs> we sound so yeah. I, I, feel, I feel that that came from something in my back brain. Oh, it's Veggie Tales, And we're here to talk about oh. whatever. Um, from being a small child <laughs> listening to Veggie Tales. That's so cute. <laughs> I'm Larry the Cucumber and I'm Bob the Tomato. And we're here to answer your questions. <laughs> so when I, when I became a Christian yeah. as an almost what I was like 18 yeah I didn't grow up watching VeggieTales right. but everyone knew all the VeggieTales references totally so I went home and I watched so Aww. many VeggieTales episodes so that I could learn the songs and like be in on the jokes and then I was I couldn't remember everything but yeah people love it I mean it's cute now I've tried to show my kids some of them because they're really cute yeah early VeggieTales was really funny yeah they got really 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 lame like really quickly okay um but the first couple of seasons of VeggieTales is like good jokes yeah well then they got bought out and because now they're mm -hmm. veggie tales and i think it's just it's yeah. just the characters but like right. i don't know what the story the, it's I not that either. interesting i know there's not bible verses at that no <laughs> and i know some people who are mad about that oh, um true. to be clear you're definitely Larry the cucumber and i'm definitely bob the tomato oh really yeah okay um we are here to answer your questions <laughs> and today's question is this oh can you talk about the transition to daycare mom returning to work um, how it impacts children and how to stay connected with reduced time together. So that's such a good question. And that's something that a lot of people really mm -hmm. worry about. That's like a big can be one of your first times of separation in yeah. this person's whole entire life. And so it does feel so big and so intense. Your child, they're an individual and they're very precious and their life is very specific. And I think that parents kind of like come into focus like when you become a parent of like, whoa, every person's life is so specific. Like what a life this person, like you become very aware of how impacted a person is by everything that happens mm -hmm. in their life in a way that maybe we don't really think about before that mm -hmm. because we're never that focused on anybody. There's just like mm -hmm. no other relationship in which you focus so totally on a person. Mm -hmm. But from the outside, I can tell you that your child is those things and also like everybody else in the world is a member of a community mm -hmm. and their first community is your family and um, no single person is designed to have the world uh, curate curated to them mm -hmm. um, we are a social like social creatures who mm -hmm. exist inside of a social structure and it's good and right that your child participates in their social structure and right from the beginning there's a give and take of that child's needs getting met and its community's needs getting met mm -hmm. there's a it's not even a give and take it's a it's a blending it's mm -hmm. a it's reciprocal you know like it flows in both directions that child's needs getting met are good it's good for the community and the community getting their needs met is good for the child and um that what that exactly what that looks like kind of fluctuates over time mm -hmm. just like it does on a large scale right like the benefit of each individual member of a society benefits the whole sure and as the society functions really healthfully that's really good for the individual mm -hmm. so this is uh, from like a very large scale sense just kind of the first one of the first big times that your child gets to experience something that is not perfectly tailored to their preferences for the benefit of their larger social structure mm. mom needs to go back to work and for whatever reason whether that's because your job is a pleasure to you or because your family needs that income whatever the reason for this returning to work um that's good that's mm -hmm. good for the whole mm -hmm. which is going to lift up this child and 
going to daycare is uncomfortable in certain ways. It's different Mm -hmm. from what you had before. And um, small children try to make everything stay the way that they like it Mm -hmm. all the time, understandably, Mm -hmm. because we like things the way that we like them and we avoid discomfort. And um, that's okay. It's okay to avoid discomfort and it's also okay to not be able to avoid this particular kind of discomfort in this moment. That's really good and really important and it's part of being a person. Um, And I think that knowing, having this story for yourself of like, this is good and this is why, Mm -hmm. even if pieces of it are going to feel hard and even if we are trading certain things. It feels nice to spend our whole day together, me and you, my child. But what we need is this other thing. Mm -hmm. And it's okay that that feels ever so slightly worse Mm -hmm. because I know that this is for our good. And you having confidence in this good story is actually like, I believe kind of the number one thing that's going to smooth this transition for your child because we actually know who this child is and they're, they're pretty small. Mm -hmm. And so I know that they're still in the window of really just turning constantly back to the parent to say like, is this circumstance okay? Is this okay? Mm -hmm. Is this okay? Is this okay? And they sort of read and feel you Mm -hmm. to find out like, is this a safe space for me to progress forward and explore? Yeah. And if they read in you this feeling of panic of like, I don't know if this is okay, that's their their major piece of data being like, oh, I don't know if it's okay to be here and explore. Mm-hmm. She's scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean that you have to lie or pretend and not be scared when you are scared. Sure. But if you can build a confidence into yourself of even if my sort of top layer feelings are a little nervous, mm-hmm. deep down in this underlying space, I'm, I'm sure about my choice. That's plenty. That's yeah. absolutely plenty. And practical things, transitioning to daycare, I love for the parent to verbally give the caregiver authority in front of the child. Um, I will ask, hey, mom, is it okay if I take care of Henry today? I would love to take him into my classroom. We're going to have some snacks. We're going to do these fun things. Um, Is it okay with you if I take care of him until you're able to come back and and you'll be back after this activity, whatever Mm -hmm. the specific thing is? Um, And to hear mom say, yeah, absolutely, I would love that. Like that, I think that matters. I think mm-hmm. that really matters. How could the mom initiate that if the if the caregiver doesn't initiate it like you're describing? What could we say? I think you can exactly reverse that conversation. Okay. I think you can say, hey, could you come over here for one second? Um, Henry, I just want you to hear me say this to your teacher because I think it's super important. Miss Lane, would you mind taking care of Henry for me today? I think that your classroom is really beautiful. I'm excited for him to explore. I think you guys are going to have fun snacks. I really like you and I think you're really safe and are going to do a great job taking care of Henry. So I just wanted to know if that would be okay wonderful I think that's gonna be great okay I love you have a great day with Miss Lane cool that's awesome um yeah I I love that authority handoff okay um because you like your stamp of approval is the only thing that Mm -hmm. matters uh in life to this Mm -hmm. kid right now Mm because they don't have any data they don't know have any perspectives they don't know how to go in and look around and be like yeah it's safe it's cool here this lady seems good to me Mm -hmm. they just haven't had enough life experience to have there's nothing for them to like run the data through sure and so you're the one okay. with the experience. And so they just glance back at you. Um, that's my first part. That's really good. Something I'll add to what you said. Um, and it's funny. I'm listening to this knowing that I'm just a short bit away from my youngest ones going to um, like a daycare preschool for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that feeling of like, okay, this is probably best for all of us. And I'm kind of scared and yeah. scared of like their fear or like yeah. just anticipating the tears on their end. Absolutely. But um, when I'm going through what you're saying and applying it to my own life, 
um, I'm hearing you say like determine the why and Mm -hmm. the why is the big reason why we're doing this Mm -hmm. and have a sense that this is what's best. And I'm going to add this. So like on my end, I sometimes go back and forth like, is this what's best? Like, but what about this? What about that? And so what we're concluding is this is what's best for now. Yes. We will try it. We're going to try it. And once we gather more information, we'll determine, do we stick with this place? Do Mm -hmm. we stick with these people? Do we stick with this schedule? Mm -hmm. Do we switch it? And so just for you moms listening who might relate to kind of the nerves. Yeah. uh, I love what you're saying because I like how you separated, like you've got it's my words I'm using, but like you've got your why, right? But Mm -hmm. you still have your unsettled feelings of like, oh, this is like a little hard and sad. And I'm, yeah, I like that differentiation. Like you actually need the stronger reason in order for the other feelings to have a place to sit. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I dropped off Eloise at her preschool back years ago and she would cry and I would start to cry. And it sometimes when we would have really good preschool teachers, because we had a few people moved in and out, um, their response would be so confident that mm-hmm. then I would feel like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. But if they seemed insecure or shaky yeah. or like, hurry up, mom, but yep. not not a sense of like, you leave, like, hurry yes. up and leave because we're totally fine. Right. But more of a sense of like, hurry up and leave because you're keeping us all here. Yes. It's just there's so many, I guess I'm expressing, there's so many dynamics in the moment that can make it really yes. hard to feel confident. But if we do what you're doing, which is d- determine the big reason we're doing this. Why is this best for the whole? Yeah. Even just we need the income. So we Absolutely. need to go back to work, both yes. of us, so we can get this income. Okay, that is the reason we found a safe place. Mm-hmm. We found a schedule that makes sense. Now, all of these other kind of stimuli that are going to make it pretty hard for me to stay composed when I drop them off. Yeah. I'm going to manage those according to the bigger why. Mm-hmm. And then if a couple weeks in or I, I don't know, I, maybe for me, I would say I would give it like three weeks to a month before making a change because naturally there's going to be an yeah. adaptation moment, I would right? for two months. Two months, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I know some moms who were like, I felt really sure mm-hmm. from the front that this was not the right fit. Oh, yeah. That's so then, a different situation. Yeah. Okay. If so you're if not confident gut, about the care center, sure. don't leave your child somewhere that you are not sure about the people there. Okay. And that's not the same as like, oh, it's I'm a good nervous. Place, I've never done struggling. this before. Yeah. And I don't super get along with that lady. And, you know, there are small. Or like my kids keep crying every time I drop them off. Well, like, that's pretty normal. That's really, really normal. And it's really fine. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to give you like a really hot take right mm-hmm. now. I think it's fine to leave a, trying, a crying child at, at a preschool. Okay. When you have like done some things that are clear sure you're confident that this adult is going to take care of them you have you have brought them into the classroom you have settled them a little bit you have told them this is how the day is going to go this is what's going to happen this person's going to take care of you here's your little stuffy or whatever like you've you've put some nurture around the experience and then you say yeah. i know that this is uncomfortable for you yeah. i am coming back when mm-hmm. i always come back mm-hmm. i love you mm-hmm. i'm sorry you're sad i'm going to trust miss lane to take care of you now mm-hmm. and then you leave. Then leave i think that's okay yeah um and i respect people who are like i think it's not okay to leave my child crying somewhere sure. that's also fine sure but if you kind of feel like it is okay and you just need somebody to be like, I think it's okay. I think I took care of her and I think it's okay if someone else helps her finish out the feeling. I also think Mm -hmm. that. Well, because, because something I learned that I didn't know, but I'm close friends with nannies and and you being Mm -hmm. an educator, it actually is easier on the person who you trust, who's about to take care of your kid 
Because if you exit, mm-hmm. even if they're crying, it's amazing how quickly they spring into action. And right. they're like, okay, cool. Now I can play with toys. Now I can well, do this. Sometimes people will send me photos later and be like, hey, your kids are totally fine. Yeah. If I would have stayed and dragged out that goodbye, they'd still be crying yes. in another 10 minutes. They still think they're involved in the decision making. Yeah. If you're there. Yeah. <laughs> There's an option sure. that maybe actually I can just have the thing I want and not this thing that's a little bit less comfortable yeah. for me. And um they shouldn't be involved in that decision. Mm-hmm. That's not their choice. Right. And I would say, I think you should really involve your child in discussions about their experience mm-hmm. at preschool, but I do not think they should be involved in the choice of whether or not this is a good place for them or whether or not they should keep going. Sure. They do not have the information or the experience to make a choice like that for their life. And it's too much for them. Yeah. And I don't care how precocious your child is. I love you. Uh-huh. And I don't care how verbal or how sure your kid is. Right. You are the one with enough information and enough experience, you and your partner, to make that choice for your child, and they are not. Yeah. And so taking their experience into account should absolutely have a huge bearing on your decision, mm-hmm. but they should not be involved in the decision yeah. of whether or not they go to daycare or whether or not they stay at this program. Like It's important mm-hmm. that you're the one who makes choices about their safety and the way that their life rolls forward on a large scale. Yeah. They need to be allowed to make lots of little choices and play with and practice with power. But that's, I'm just that's making like, big. I'm taking yeah. a hard stance makes on sense. like, that's too big. I get it. Yeah, um, it makes sense. And I, I do think that is why there can be longer and a little bit soppier mm-hmm. drop-offs mm-hmm. Um, when a parent lingers, especially if the parent's not confident. Because mm-hmm. then all you're doing is adding your feeling of stress, even mm-hmm. though you know you're going to leave. You're not going to take them with you later. Mm-hmm. You're just kicking it longer. <laughs> right, right. Um, and it, and it make all of your feelings make sense and all of their mm-hmm. feelings make sense. But if you're not there, like really helping them transition in, if you can see that like your contribution is not actually helping them settle, mm-hmm. then it might be time to like very clearly and confidently leave. Mm-hmm. I will also say that if you come back mm-hmm. after you have left, you're, it's going to take a lot longer for your child to transition comfortably to daycare. Makes sense. Because again, the decision isn't made. Mm-hmm. They still think there's a, there's yeah. something happening. There's a door and they're, open. They're confused as to who's the main voice they listen to at that point. So yeah. you would want the main voice to be the, the educator, like you, mom, mm-hmm. bring them to this place. You want the main voice during those hours mm-hmm. to be the person that you've put in charge. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you're in the room, the child is like, well, you're the main voice who I want speaking into my life. Yeah, it should be the way it should that's be. Right. And so that's pretty confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. That. And so all that to say, like, your your drop-off habit can be whatever it is. There are people who are like, I'm going to be here for 35 minutes mm-hmm. in the morning. And I'm like, okay, that's not my preference, but that's all right. Sure. I hope that I hope that your child will begin to settle in more and more quickly and yeah. you'll feel more free to go enjoy the day that you're mm-hmm. paying for. Um, but you're very welcome to do that. I do need for it to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And I need at the end, I need you to go Mm -hmm. like whenever whatever your time is to do that I really need you to like not make that long and lingering Mm -hmm. and not come back that's Mm going to make it really hard in my classroom Mm -hmm. makes sense does that make does that feel like a reasonable agreement to you okay thank you so whatever that (laughs) transition needs to look like for you um it's about the consistency and the confidence that you're able to transfer your confidence is their confidence is what one of my mentors used to say great that's great um, how does it impact the child? It impacts the child in a super ton of ways. Um, again, I think that the consistency over time of an experience being positive is way more important than individual instances of like today there was a lot of crying today, something unpleasant happened today. I missed my mom. Like those are real feelings and you get to be with them in that. But over time, this being a 
safe and good space for them to be and what you say about it continues to be true over time, I do drop you off. It is like this. I do come back at this time relatively. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's your dad. Sometimes it's me. It's fine. Mm -hmm. If they're not happy with who picked them up, you're Mm -hmm. all going to meet up again at the house. Like that's okay. You know, but like, and it's fine if you have to change and say, Hey, sorry, buddy. I said I was going to come get you, but I needed dad to do it. I know that that was uncomfortable for you. Mm -hmm. I I know that was a surprise. I I don't like it when it's a surprise. I like to be able to tell you, but I wasn't able today. Mm -hmm. That is allowed. But do you see what I'm like, even in these variations, there's a consistency to my tone. Mm -hmm. That's like, this is rhythmic and trustworthy in your life. You actually, in doing something that's challenging for them, and it goes the way generally that you say it's going to go, like you're building a strong foundation of trust with this child, perhaps stronger than if they just got to have what felt nice all the time. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I think we actually have a previous episode about um, like their first heard thing. Yes. That was really helpful. Our second episode. Yeah, and it's a second episode, season one, right? Mm Mm-hmm go back and listen. If you're listening to this and this feels like it, it's meeting a need, go back and listen to that episode because that yeah. was super helpful to me. And I think many of us who are in this position. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Good. Good thinking. I forgot about that. Um, and then how to stay connected with reduced time together. That's such a good question. Um, I do think that you are allowed to just trust your connection with your child. You are so important to them. And I know that there can be insecurity sometimes when things went a little bit differently at the beginning than you expected or when you're a person who's real snuggly, but you have a child who's not very snuggly. Sometimes there can be this feeling of like, does he like me? Mm -hmm. And he does Mm -hmm. really like you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're this child's favorite person in the whole world. Mm -hmm. I promise. Mm -hmm. Like I just promise. And they think about you all day and they talk about you all day long. Mm -hmm. And I have spent thousands of hours in rooms with very tiny children who are like mama mm. and like yeah buddy mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely let's talk about your mama mm-hmm. should we draw your mama mm-hmm. and put her in this play-doh and it, so oh your cute. mama's that army man absolutely <laughs> and then mom comes back to get them and they're like no throwing <laughs> a fit away. yeah I like you, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, even small children say mean things sometimes and i'm like hey man yeah. <laughs> you talked about her all day try again <laughs> yeah. like no way i promise that this child feels connected to mm-hmm. you and that they love you yeah. um i will say if this is a thing that you're worried about something to know about is that sometimes at pickup after daycare um a kid who has been really busy all day and like sort of appropriately performing mm-hmm. in a social setting will be so tired and as soon as you get there they'll be like ugh, and they just like sort of let all of that go and all that stimulation kind of washes over them and and they'll cry when you get there and that's not because they had a bad day and it's not because they're sad to see you but it's because you sort of are them still in this Mm -hmm. other way where they're kind of like oh god myself is back and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna just like yeah it's like when i take off all my makeup and jewelry and i lay on the floor when i get home it's the same thing Mm -hmm. um but their feelings are so big and they have so little experience that does not mean that you did something bad by mm-hmm. leaving them here all day or that you've damaged your connection. Right. Actually, they're bringing you the wholeness of their self, both the most good and then the most like unformed, raw yeah. version of them just always comes to you. Totally. Um, and if you have the time and you want to, you guys should do something sweet together after school. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you want, if you feel like, I am worried about this connection or this is feeling like a very, very priority to me, then you just do a thing to prioritize that after school, whether it's like sweet snacks or you wrote them a little letter Mm -hmm. at work that you can bring and then read to them on the car ride home or um, 
I mean, it will need to be tailored to what your child actually likes. There are a lot of things that we think are sweet that our individual kids are like, I'm not, a, I don't, that's, yeah, that doesn't work for me. Yeah, just do the thing they like for a little while yeah. with them. Yeah, play with trucks with them. Yeah. Bring yeah, them, take, a, book take that, their, their, a toy that they're super interested in to work with you, mm-hmm. sneaky, mm-hmm. so that you can bring that toy mm-hmm. with them, like with you when you pick them up. And then it's you and that fun toy and you guys connect over that thing that they love. Yeah immediately it doesn't have to be a lot of time it can be Mm -hmm. quality that's sweet yeah and then you also feel like okay cool i did it like Mm -hmm. we did it together we did um this connection time and now i'll be making dinner and they'll be at my feet and Mm -hmm. we'll like do all the things we do yep yeah that's really good yeah yeah beautiful that's, that's what i think about those things good job if you guys have more questions leave them in the comments or join us in the community in the very good mothers club community you can become a member elaine and i lead calls in there on the fourth tuesday of the month and we also see your comments and respond and so you can really be engaged and have other friends who are in the similar stage of life as you we would love to know you so please be a part of it and if you have more questions submit them because it helps us to know what you're thinking about Mm -hmm. and we would love to just be on this journey with you that was so helpful i feel so much more prepared good (laughs) i just not listening like okay i'm gonna do all of this (laughs) um cool you guys are amazing we care about you and think you're doing so great and we'll talk Mm -hmm. to you soon Bye. bye bye